Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. In the last week, I've talked a lot about what this team can be. Talked about some of the, the things and shortcomings I can see coming from this team as well, via through the coaching staff and players, and how I wanted to see this team really set their identity in training camp and use that as a launching pad to hopefully start off the season better than what they started off last season. But on today's episode, I'm going to put it all together and talk about my personal biggest questions about the Chicago Bulls roster and how they're going to perform next year before training camp starts. And we'll see how many of these uh, questions get answered. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And this is just a questions episode, meaning that some of the biggest questions that I have about the Chicago Bulls and where their roster sits and everything right now, being fair and objective with that. And I want to hear from your guys, you guys as well. So whether it be via sending, via sending it in on, as a mailbag, whether it be just in the comment section. But if you want it read on the mailbag episode, make sure you type in mailbag in front of it. But I want to hear what are some of the biggest questions you also have for this team before heading into training camp, before we get into that and heading into the season overall. And so with the list, I'm going to start off first with the head coach, and that is Billy Donovan, right? And while I've been very consistent, not everything is Billy Donovan's fault. But when you look at coaching, coaching is important in the NBA. And I think that sometimes as fans, we can overlook coaching and look at just what's happening on the court and just at the players. Right. And I think there's a reason why a team like, uh, for example, like the Brooklyn Nets, even with all the talent they had, that 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 was a team that struggled uh, with Steve Nash as their head coach. They still struggled when uh, Jacques Vaughn took over. But a lot of those things and shortcomings that the team had got a little bit better over the course uh, of that season with uh with with a new coach that kind of just had a better game plan a better way to kind of utilize some players put some players in a better situation I think it's telling too that now that that team has gotten considerably younger that you know him and 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 his coaching and how it's gonna you know best utilize players like Cam uh, Johnson and things like that like I think it's gonna really help that team go to the next level but with it being said it comes down to coaching with with the Chicago Bulls as one of my lights die. It is what it is. We're just going to turn them both off. We're going to be lights out today. But uh, with that said, um, I think Billy Donovan and his player utilization, picking lineups better, right, does does a year of continuity and having primarily the same roster, you're adding in two veterans that know how to play the game of basketball. They know how to get theirs even without uh, b- having the need to really have plays called for them, a lot of plays called for them. You brought in Javon Carter, you brought in Torrey Craig, they understand their roles and how to go out and get theirs, right? But with a year of you primarily having, outside of those two veterans, the same exact roster, do you utilize them better? Do you Have you learned from your mistake, for example, in that Miami playing game, and are you going to ride the hot hand a little bit better and let players like Kobe White and Andre Drummond, when they are cooking, are you going to allow them to stay in the game? 
Do you go to Vooch better in second half of the game? Do you utilize his skill set better that we saw over in FIBA and have seen when he has things go through him, right? Are you going to have better late-game play-calling scenarios and situations? Are you going to adjust better and quicker to what other teams are doing once they figure you out? A lot of that comes down to coaching, right, and setting the tone and having a game plan and being able to see. That is why coaching is important. That is why you don't just see five players out there with no coaches just figure it out. Coaching is drastically important. Is everything on Billy Donovan? No. But Billy Donovan has to coach this team better and use it. He's the coach here. Would I, ra- would I rather him be the coach? Hell no. But he's the coach that we have here. And while I have said at times, too, every coach that has that is the head coach of an NBA team deserves to have the best roster and a complete roster, right? A roster that's balanced and makes sense. He hasn't always had that. But even when he does have some tools, he hasn't always utilized them correctly either. So Billy Donovan gets the first question there. Next up, we're going to go right next on the totem pole, the highest paid player in Chicago Bulls history, and that is Zach Levine. Zach, I'm a Zach Levine fan. You guys know. I look at Zach, and I look at what he is when he's healthy, one of the most uh, efficient scorers in the NBA and a player that can easily be top 10 and probably higher in the NBA in scoring, but that's not necessarily what we need Zach Levine to do every day. We do need him to be consistent in the output that he gives for the team, but how do you step up your game? The late game mistakes, the bouncing the ball off your foot, the Zach Levine special, as we call it. And we've seen also games where Zach Levine does step it up defensively at times, but can we see a better and more concerned effort to have those big defensive moments that the team needs from you. We're never going to ask Zach Levine to all of a sudden be a lockdown defender. That's not who he is. That's not what his game is. But Zach Levine has shown that he does have an ability to be a consistent defender, an active defender. And at times we just see Zach Levine fall asleep on defense and get blown up off the ball specifically. We need better from that. Zach Levine on ball defense has been solid, right? And it's been one of the things that can be more consistent with him at times. He's still a limited defender in certain scenarios. But Zach Levine has to be a more aware defender. You have to be willing to to step in and make the stop. Yes, we know you can make the big shot at times, right? And we have questions there as well. But Zach Levine and his ability to eliminate the late game mistakes, his ability to up his basketball IQ at times and understand when he needs to take over a game. That's what I want to see from Zach Levine. That's the next level that I want to see a refinement of the skills that we know Zach Levine does have. I want to see a refinement of those. Can he do that? Can he step up bigger in late games? Can he not let the refs get in his head? That's the type of thing that I want to see from Zach Levine. That's one of my biggest question marks with him. And then DeMar DeRozan. We're going to get up next with that. Can DeMar take a backseat at times? And he's shown it. He's talked about it. He's done it with the Spurs to much lesser players. And that kind of goes back to coaching as well. But, like, I don't want DeMar to take a backseat the whole season. But I want DeMar to understand better when to pick his spots, right? And and for that, you need players that are going to step up. And right now, we haven't had that consistently. So that's a question overall on the roster. Who else is going to step up and give us something consistent? But with DeMar, you know, people will say the three-pointer. I Like, I, I don't expect that from DeMar. He's never been that guy for real. But just be more efficient in what you do. You facilitate a little bit more because you're, you're – de- you're, above decent at it when you do it right but for that to happen we need to see uh the other players step up and so next up and the player that needs to step up is Patrick Williams give a cons- to go out there and do something consistently outside of defense which he's been pretty good at but find the, your way to make marks your mark on the game without 
needing the ball in your hands. Can you find a way to do that, right? Can you take away your more natural passive nature, which is cool, right? And and he's an unselfish player. But can you find a way even in that, right? Because you're not going to get the 10, 11 shots per game. That's not coming for you more than likely in this offense. Whether you're coming off the bench, whether you're playing the three of the four, it's not likely coming for you with this team and the current makeup that we have. But can you find a way to go out there and bring something every single night? To find a way to make your impact on the game every single game and night in and night out. That's what we need to see from Patrick Williams. Make that mark. Find a way to make that mark on the game. So, you know, with Patrick Williams, one of the biggest questions that I have with him as well is just that when is that next step coming? Notice I did not say leap, but next step's coming. He stepped last year, right? He took a step, and he, he, he refined it even more over the course of the season. But can you make that next step in your game and find out how to, how to best fill your role on this team? And your role is not going to be that of a scorer. It could be that as a facilitator at times, but you're playing power forward at the NBA level rebounding, block shots, right, playing the solid defense, getting steals, right? Those are ways that Patrick Williams can make his mark on the game, and I want to see Patrick Williams make his mark on every single game this season. Whatever that is, that's the biggest question that we have, that I have for Patrick Williams. I know some people are going to have the question on, can you up your scoring? Can you score 12, 15 points per game? I kind of like to be realistic in that. That's not his role on this team, but he can find a way to make an impact every single game. Next up with that is Nikola Vucevic. Vooch, my guy. Vooch, I understand that we don't go to you a lot, right? But I want to see Vooch play his game. And honestly, kind of the opposite of Patrick Williams, I actually want to see Vooch be more selfish. Meaning, when you get the ball, make a decision. Now, yes, do it within the confines of the offense. Get get the ball out to open people because Vooch is one of the smartest players that we have on this team when it comes to passing the ball. But Vooch, I want to see Vooch be more. Call for the ball more when you have mismatches, right? Attack that mismatch a little bit more. Stop just settling for you not being seen, right? Make sure that these players know, no, I have this mismatch. Give me the goddamn ball. Nikola Vucevic needs to be a little bit more selfish. Like, you went out. You led the league, I think, in double-doubles last year or top three in it. That's cool. That's great. We want more of that. Keep giving us that. Keep being efficient in that. He he keeps finding ways to be efficient in his role, even with the limited role that he has. But we need to continue to see that from from Nikola Vucevic as well. And I just want to see Vuce have more of his moments, play more of his game. And, you know, sometimes you may have to be a little bit selfish to get that done. Next up, Kobe White, what is the, what's the next step for you? You showed, can you merge pre-All-Star break and post-All-Star break into one guy? Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boost. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
buy rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Hi, for all season. Kobe White took several steps defensively last season. You cannot overlook that at all. That man took steps in his playmaking, his ball handling, his defense on and off ball, and then the scoring came along post-All-Star break. Can you merge those two and become, whether you're starting, whether you're being the sixth man, can you merge those two into one player? And if you do, that's a great player. That, that is a hell of a player, especially being that uh, a change-the-pace guard, things like that. That's what we want to see, what I want to see from Kobe White next season. And so that's the question that I'm putting on Kobe White this upcoming season. Can you merge pre- and post-All-Star break and do it consistently for a full season? If Kobe White can do that, that deal that he signed is going to look like a steal, a hell of a bargain. It's already a pretty reasonable deal, but it's going to look like an absolute steal if Kobe White can do those things consistently for the Chicago Bulls. Got faith in him like I do with most of these players, but again, we need to see it be done consistently. When it comes to Javon Carter, Hey, bring that Chicago edge and defense. Can you can you help set the identity of this team? And it sucks when you have to bet on a veteran to come in and set your identity, but that's really what, what Javon Carter is stepping into unless you know other players step up. Can you help bring the Chicago to the Chicago Bulls? That Chicago edge, that's what we need to see from Javon Carter next season um, go, uh, from him regardless. And I, and I have faith he's going to win that starting point guard role, but outside of that, whatever your role ends up being, bring the Chicago edge. The three-point shooting, is that three-point shooting going to be legit and consistent enough to make a difference for the Chicago Bulls? I think it will. We'll see. Alice Caruso, right? Listen, play your game. Like, Alice Caruso is the one Bull that I know a lot of Bulls fans like, hey, he's, he, he misses why he's never been a shooter. I, and I hope that with the players that we've added, step-ups from Kobe White and others, we don't even need to rely heavily on Alice Caruso's offense Go out there and be the defender. Here's what I want I want Alice Caruso to be in. I want Caruso to be in defensive player of the year contention. Can that that's the question for Alice Caruso? Can you be a defensive player of the year candidate? Right? Not saying win it. It's been hard for guards to win it, but that's the type of game that I personally would want to see. And a question that I have for Alice Caruso on top of being able to stay healthy. Can you do those two things, Alex? I trust that you can. I hope to see it from you. Next up, uh Tory Craig. Torrey Craig, I, I I almost made the question that I have for Torrey Craig is, is that three-point shooting legit? But like I've said before, even looking at what he's done for his career as a three-point shooter, for his career, uh, taking 2.6 three-pointers per game, hitting that at a 34% clip, that really helps the Chicago Bulls. But is that three-point shooting legit that you brought last season? Last year, three and a half three-pointers per game, hitting that at a 39% clip. Can you be that three-point shooter consistently? The defense, I have no questions about. But if Torrey Craig, if that three-point shooting is going to be legit and like it was last season, it really does drastically help the Chicago Bulls team. And let's not overlook Torrey Craig. I think one thing that people don't talk about a lot with Torrey Craig either is how he really stepped up as a passer at times last year for that Phoenix Suns team. A facilitator, no. A facilitator, not. That's the difference between a facilitator, but he was a solid passer in knowing when to get the ball out of his hands and, and make quick, decisive passes. He could bring If he brings those two things to the Chicago Bulls next season, it's, it's going to be two things that are drastically needed and can, and can definitely help this team. Andre Drummond, stop thinking you're a guard, bro. Like, when it comes to Andre Drummond, do the things that you do well. And that's, of course, rebounding the ball. That's block shots at times, but it's also getting out in transition and finishing around the rim. This, the way that I see this Chicago Bulls bench going is going to be a team that does like to get out and run. The question that I have for Andre Drummond is, can you be consistent and can you stay out of foul trouble? Can you stay on the court? 
That means not making some of the bad decisions he makes at times. That means not trying to Euro step his way <laughs> into the into the lane, even though that Euro step for him is always funny and it's it's it, it can be quite effective at times. But can you stop making the boneheaded plays to keep you on the court? I want to see your play eliminate all questions that somebody like Billy Donovan could use to have to not to play you, right? Play do what you do consistently, but do it. Focus on what you do well. Can you focus on the on those things and bring that for the Chicago Bulls night in and night out? I trust that he can. We'll see. Now, the next tier of questions that I have for players are really just their ability to get on the court and the role that they're going to have. Io Desumu. Now, with with you not expected to be the starting point guard, um, and really when you look at that point guard rotation, it may be hard for you to get there. I, I keep saying that Io Desumu may be playing a lot of three for the Chicago Bulls next year if he gets on the court. And the thing is, with Io, can you get back to being consistent on the defensive side of the ball? He took a step back at times defensively. We still got to see the the terror that he was for other teams on defensively in certain matchups and in certain games, but can you get back to making your name on defense? Let the offense come to you, but can you get back to making your name on defense and being statistically one of the better point-of-attack defenders in the NBA? If he can do that, he's going to carve out a role for himself. That is the biggest question for Io. What is your role going to be? Because you're going to have to go out and kind of redefine your role. What is that role going to be for Io? And can he thrive in the role and the in the situation that he's going to find himself in? When it comes to Dalen Terry, can you can you do enough things to get yourself on the court? Right, the shot we all know it's up and down. We have questions about the shot, d- d- defense, energy, passing in transition specifically because I have some issues with his half court passing, but passing in transition, right? Can you do those things good enough? to get yourself on the court and earn minutes next season, right? That's the biggest question with Daylon Terry. Can you earn minutes next season? I hope that he can because I look at the energy that Daylon Terry can bring and how consistently he brings it, and those are things that are needed by the Chicago Bulls team. So hopefully Daylon can do that. But much like with Io, if, you cur- if you're going to carve out a role for yourself, it's going to have to come via you really hanging your, your hat defensively and being so good defensively that, that uh, Billy Donovan has to play you. Can you be good enough in the things that you do well to get on the court and work on your shot, things like that? But you got to get on the court first. That's what we want to see from Dalen Terry. A young player like Julian Phillips, like it's hard for me to say because, again, we haven't seen Julian Phillips. We know Billy Donovan typically. Well, like I said, it's kind of been 50-50 with him on playing rookies or not. So we'll see if he if he does play it. But like Julian Phillips, when it comes down to it, it's like can you even earn a role on the scene, much like with, with Dalen Terry? And if you do, right? How do you perform in that role? That shot, does the, is the shot going to go back to more like it was in high school consistently or is it going to be what it was in college, right? There's a lot of hope for your, your, your three-point shooting. And if you can bring that with the defense that you project to bring, I can see you making your role on the court. But the biggest thing with Julian Phillips is can you get on the court? Will you be given the opportunity? But can you play and perform well enough in training camp that Billy Donovan looks and says, we have to find a way to work this guy into the rotation now? Do not be surprised if you see Julian Phillips in some small ball five scenarios. But with that said, can you carve out a role for yourself on the Chicago Bulls team? Terry Taylor, Carleek Jones, like these are guys that I don't expect to see a lot. Um, Carleek, if he does come into training camp and fights and earns himself a consistent role on this team, that'll just scream to how good he had to be in training camp to get that done. And there's a possibility for that, but we'll wait and see on that, right? And Terry, uh, Terry Taylor, I, listen, Terry Taylor is still young, uh, one of the better small rebounders in the NBA as far as percentage-wise, 23. We're going to see a lot of him in the G League, I think. But Terry Taylor, again, um, can you be the much-needed rebounder? Like, can you make yourself such a good specialist that when, you, when the Bulls need a rebounding team or they need a big rebound, 
that it forces Billy Donovan to put you out there, right? That's one of the questions around Terry Taylor, but much like with a lot of the players, it's going to be, you know, if we get to Terry Taylor absolutely being needed in the scenario, things have probably gone terribly wrong for the Chicago Bulls. Now, as far as our two-way contract players, Onalot Bidham, uh, Adama Sinago, you know, and, and Justin Lewis, at the end of the day, it's developed with them. Develop, use your time down in the Windy City Bulls, which they just released their schedule as well, but use your time down there with the Windy City Bulls to, to, to sharpen your game so that Billy Donovan, Mark Eversley, whoever it is, ha- feels like they need you on the main roster, right? And so development for Justin Lewis coming back from that ACL injury. Adama Sinago is another guy to just adjust to the NBA game. Onalot Bidham is a guy that I absolutely think the long-term plan for him is to be on that main roster for the Chicago Bulls. But how do you adapt to the NBA game? How do you adapt to the added size, the physicality? Yes, it's, it's, it's G League competition, but if he shows he can do that and adapt to the NBA three-point line, Earn a lot, Bidham is definitely going to get a role on the Chicago Bulls. But that's my questions for the team. Let me know your guys' questions down below. Um, I'll tell you guys how to get in your thoughts, uh, comments, and all that in, as far as for the mailbag. Make sure you're following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to bring a, a, a if you want to send a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys and like like 10 every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See you right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.